Right, what's up, people? What's up, what's up, what's up? Um, welcome to a, another episode of the Switch Masters podcast. I am your co-host, <laughs> you, the guru, and here with me is, go ahead. This is Zadie, executive producer here, checking yep. in. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to let you take the floor, man. We had a, just saw the end of a, a rough, rough game, tough game in the Western Conference playing finale. Um, can you take it away, man? Of the single cam, real quick, man. Like, all right, people. In our preview um, of this game, I figured my team would have a chance, and it was looking good early on in the ball game. Uh, you know, we're very competitive, Lou Dort. Still shooting the three wide open, making it. It's a good sign. SGA had a slow start again, but I was very confident that he'll come out in the second half blazing. We were only down like within ten, you know. We were, we were within we were within range to come back and win the game. So I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm like, okay, maybe the Timberwolves going Timberwolves, you know, like, yeah, so. Then the second half started, and the, the Wolves kept up their momentum. They actually, I was actually impressed with the Timberwolves. <laughs> I actually was. They played play smart. They didn't make any dumb decisions. Um, it was like a totally different team from the team I've been watching the past two, the past couple games in. Like, this is like a Timberwolves team is like, okay, y'all have a shot. Like, I'll give y'all a puncher's chance to, like, compete in the playoffs. So, anyway, shout out to the Timberwolves. And, um, yeah, there's a lot I can go about this game, but I don't, I don't really feel like I'm not tripping right now. I don't even feel like talking right now a whole lot. Honestly, just a, just so just just the way it ended, man. Just, just some bad taste in your mouth, bro. Like, yeah. At least for me, it is. No, definitely understand, man. It was uh going into it, I expected a pretty fierce battle throughout the entirety of the game, and um. Just seems like the the, the thunder kind of ran out of steam at the wrong time. Um, early on, like you said, Shea kind of struggled to get going. Josh Gita couldn't get it going. Um, Minnesota, and credit to them, they surprised me. They were seemed to be focused, locked in, and for once, you know. I think this is every time we've mentioned this about the Timberwolves. I've I've said this. Carl Anthony Towns actually went into the paint 
was able to score and come up big tonight for the Timberwolves. Um, also, the the return of Rudy Gobert provided that extra layer of defense. Uh, he was able to make an impact on the game, which I which <laughs> I came out and said I probably probably don't. Yeah, I so said, I said and I said that was my worry, and it, was, it turned out to be true. Yeah. Because I was like, we like to score in the paint. The shade likes to score in the paint. So, yeah. Um, uh, the Timberwolves were just a better team. They, they, they just, were just well a better together. team. They were just a better team. That's At the end of the day, that's what it was. So, I got to give them credit, man. They played a, an overall good balanced team basketball game and um it's unfortunate man because I was I was rooting for OKC then then Shea got his injury like got hit in the face pretty bad uh which is tough so he did but no no ah. call you're not even gonna review the play I'm like okay clearly they're gonna review the play right and then at first I was like okay Cause I didn't know the extent of the damage till he came back out. I was like, "Oh, this dude got hit in the face for real." At first, you know how you know how sometimes you bait to try to get the call. Yeah. Right. But to, for the ref not even to call it though, to not even re- go back to review it, like, come on. Mm. But it's okay though. It's one of those things that that didn't really have a major outcome on the game or anything. It probably would have yeah. helped. It probably would have helped with the momentum maybe a little bit, but. For sure. Yeah. They could just kind of, at the end, got away from him. And yeah. shout out to Soda for handling business. I didn't expect him to. And mm, we'll see how they get do versus Denver in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, since OKC was eliminated, we, we had to touch base on the future for them since they're officially out of the playoffs. Well, yeah. So, OKC is a real good spot. They defied a lot of expectations. You know, everyone thought this was a team that was tanking. As you all remember, I was a, I was assuming <laughs> we were tanking as well. I was like, all right, Chet's hurt. Might as well. Let's go ahead and try again the Wimbayama sweet stakes. But, you know, um, Sam Preston had so many picks. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. Um, so I just assumed we'd be tanking as well. This is coming from an OKC fan. So I was very pleased as a fan to see that the team was like, no, we ain't going to do that. They actually play really well. And I was so impressed with this young team. They show so much maturity and poise throughout this run. Um, all, eyes, all eyes are going to be on the Thunder in the future. Like, do not count the OKC Thunder out. They're... That'll be a dangerous team. If Chet yeah. turns out to be like who we think he'll be, and if he gets back healthy, you know, it's gonna be a dangerous squad uh, very quickly. So, especially how the West is right now. So, absolutely, got a young talented group, man. Um, I know that. Obviously, <laughs> first half of the season, you were on the tanking trend, on the tanking uh, was. team teamwork, but they refused to, and I like that. But um, looking at the future 
Uh, obviously, Chet's gonna come back probably this, hopefully this summer, and be you know good to go. And don't play any um, any pro round games or nothing, sir. Just just get back healthy. You can practice on your own, get your conditioning. Don't mm-hmm. I don't even see no summer league stuff this year. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not this time. Get healthy. Get uh, get ready for the upcoming year, man, and just you know strengthen your your body, and then. As far as the rest of the team, Sam Presti, genius when it comes to these draft picks. I'm sure he get utilize them to finesse other trades to get other players and, and, and make moves. I feel like they're going to build on this success. Shea, obviously, is going to be a first. To me, he should be All-NBA at least. Um, so I feel like they build around him. And, you know, Chet becomes who we all think he should will be. And keep on building through the draft and and and, and making some moves. They'll be fine. Uh, I can see them being a solid team next year and 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 probably pushing that boundary of what they did this year being better. So I think I'll be fine. It'll be an interesting off season for sure, though. Yes, it will. Yeah, definitely will. I'm excited to see. What we're gonna do because we still have a young, good young core. Um, again, all the draft picks in the world, <laughs> so and we have cap flexibility too. So, um, if there's some free agents, veterans we can get, you know, we can do that if you want to. So, yeah, yeah, let's just see what Sam Percy does. I fully trust him, so yeah, go and get okay. See ya, championship. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and go to the earlier game from tonight. I know you're excited as a Heat fan, they were totally opposite team of what we saw last time out. And I'm gonna let you take the floor here, man. Man, I gotta give credit where credit is due, and this shout out to the kid from Illinois himself. Shout out to Max Truce, man. Next man up mentality. Shout out to Max Cruz, 30-piece in a game-facing elimination. And I'm not going to lie, man. It was it was rough. Me and my wife were watching the game, and both of us just yelling at the TV, trying to figure out what's going on. Like, But they stuck it out. Um, of course, the Butler did it again. You know, Jimmy Butler coming through in the clutch. Also a finalist for a clutch player of the year, by the way. Just going to say that. But um, shout out to... The Miami Heat for sticking it out. Um, we definitely improved on the rebounding effort from the previous game, which was horrendous. Uh, every I saw a lot of people crashing the boards um, for the by halftime. We were all like tied up with the number of rebounds, field goal percentage. It was a pretty hard fought game. Um, there were some times where we had some defensive lapses, which is, are concerns that we're going to need to address, especially going to this first round series when we were playing. Uh, but for sure, um, I'm happy that we're able to secure this win and 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 we get to move forward, and try to fight for another you know, another uh, advancement into the playoffs and go further. Uh, we got a tough road ahead of us, so of course, happy to be in the playoffs, but also got to get this job done if we're gonna be where we want to be. We're a good team and just have to play the right way 
effort 100% 100 of the way and, and do what we have to do, man. So I'm happy we got uh, got the win. That was a good win. Jimmy went off. Shout out to him. And we talked about it. Like, you need somebody else to step up and help out. And that person was Max Strews. Start the game hot. So, bam. He he was a major factor on the rebounds. But I, I think we all expect a little bit more from Bam. Absolutely. Um, um, <laughs> how do you feel about Bam right now, man? Just, yeah. Um, I wasn't particularly impressed with his performance for this game. He's our number two guy and we need him to be able to have an impact on both ends of the floor. He's a vital part of what they do, what we do on offense and defense, being able to knock down his mid range jumpers just, or being aggressive, getting to the free throw line, finishing at the rim, being a pick and roll threat, stuff like that. Um, that's very important for what we do as a team tonight. He couldn't really get it going on offense. Um, but down the stretch, he made a big play on defense that was, that had me hype. Uh, I, I love defense. I love the effort on defense. I love to see block steals and, and turn that into offense. That's, that's what's fun for me. He had a huge block down the line that made up for a lot of the, the plays that he couldn't make on offense. But um, I definitely need, if we're going to be successful, we're going to need him to really be on point, to be just engaged and, and focused and being able to have a bigger impact than what he was doing tonight. Uh, obviously, the rebounds, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. But if you're going to be a superstar in this league, you have to come out and show it every single night, compete, go hard. And even if, you know, it's a hard shooting night, you find other ways because of the type of player that you are. You're a two-way center slash guard you know and he's a facilitator on top of that being able to score create shots create offense create opportunities that's what we need from bam especially going forward so i know he knows that gotta lock in and get ready for this next one and um going to the bull side of things the Bulls actually were up late down late late in the stretch of the game and yeah. could not buy a bucket at all. So yeah. um it's kind of a little bit of a meltdown they're in too. Cause they to work all that to come back. Right. Yep. And then just to not get it going. So at the end of the day, the Bulls are not in the playoffs. Despite how good we think their roster is constructed. Like we I think we both think they have a decent roster. They shouldn't be like out. You yeah. know? Um, so it's there's gonna be some changes for sure in Chicago. Um <laughs> solid stat. Like they haven't been they haven't advanced in the first round of playoffs since like 2014 when they had D-Rose, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I was like, yo, that's that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. And to be just a mediocre team like this. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So it honestly, is- it's, it, I don't know what they can do. It's like, either go get a free agent, a, a big acquisition to really help you, but at the same time, why you know what they really just need like that? Because they're pretty much covered. Unless you get or death, I guess. But at the same time, like I know Lonzo is a factor though. I feel like Lonzo could make an impact. But at the same time, it's just like players gotta step up too. So it's really no excuses. Yeah. Um for Chicago, Lonzo would make a big difference if he was out there and he was healthy. Uh, That's not the case, obviously. But when I look at their team, when they have DeRozan, they have Levine, and those guys were honestly had us, had me scared for a second. I was like, man, these dudes just can, they got it going. DeRozan was hitting shots. Levine was getting out in transition, making shots. Um, Thankfully, they kind of like fizzled towards the end. Man, we made up we're able to make the key stops, a couple of key stops down the stretch. But looking at their roster as they're constructed, um, Pat Bev, Crusoe, they have capable wings. And even with Vucevic, he was he was getting that bam. His size bothered him, as well as Andre Drummond. Like when he came in, it was just like, man, we can't get can't get a rebound. I'm like, oh my god, I'm having PTSD over here. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I predicted that but again. Y'all- Y'all held it like y'all brought the hustle tonight, so that wasn't really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to address their team, I think if they if if they manage to keep both Levine and DeRozan, and pretty much retain the team as is, they need to add some shooting because uh, Pat Bev. Is not a bad shooter necessarily, but he's not just a specialized three-point shooter. I feel like with those type of yeah, with those type of guys that they have with and DeRozan, if you're going around building around DeRozan and Levine, those guys are shot creators mm-hmm. in their own right. So of course, DeRozan mid range assassin. But when so they Levine, are on ISO. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to have the space, and you need to have another threat on the floor at least to be able to give them the opportunity so they can create something for themselves. Or if you, you know, collapse the defense down on them, now they have a little bit more shooting to go to, kind of like what the Bucks have, and and Middleton and Drew. They have three and D guys, but they have like proven shooters, I guess. Like that that's what I would say. Um kind of years ago when they had like Kyle Corver and, and and guys like that with in those um runs in the playoffs that they had D Rose and everything. Uh, they they need some floor spacing basically. Depth is always is always a good thing, but if anything they add um as shooting. That's I mean that's the name of the game these days. Shooting is, is very important. And I don't feel like they have a lot. They got some help in Kobe White, of course, but there's just one guy off the bench. Caruso was great, but he's not like a um, – they need a proven shooter, kind of similar to what the we talked about the Lakers this, this season. They needed somebody who could alleviate that type of, like, offensive gap. You know what I mean? So 
we'll see if they can make a a change in that regard or if they make another change with one of the major pieces that they have which I'm I wouldn't be surprised about so alright so if you had to choose would you just try to keep them going or would you just blow it up and rebuild like and before you even answer I want you to know this like you had the Rosen who was an all-star this year Zach Levine who is known as an all-star he make it this past year but you know he is like an all-star caliber player mm-hmm. don't you make the playoffs So what do you think? Blow it up or try to keep it moving? Mm. Make some additions. It's tough because those guys are good. And like I said, even in this uh, latest game, they had stretches where they were just really capitalizing on, on, on offense. Like the Rosen mid-range master just, just killing it. And Levine also being able to get his own shot. Just, just crazy. So... If it was me, I personally would try to keep them. I wouldn't want to blow it up because now I feel like that's kind of, I don't want to go into a rebuild because it's like they're right there. You know, if if they can find I mean, the right combination, I feel like it could work. It's just, it's just right now, Lonzo being out is, is a big part of it because they have to, they don't really have a, playmaking point guard for one and then two like I said they just don't have a um, a constant shooting threat Patrick Williams is not a bad player but he's not a shooter by any means he's just kind of a stretch wing who can't he's not really a, a, a knockdown shooter like that yeah, he's not a sharp shooter but he can he's, he can he's a stretch like you said Vucevic yeah. is like saying he can stretch the floor but he's not like a it's not sure. at the volume that they need. Right, right. To me. Okay. So I would, I that's what you're saying. Yeah. I wouldn't want to rebuild in this. Because you, like like you said, these guys are all-stars at the end of the day. So you, and they. And I feel like those someone who can, like, develop even more, like, and get. Like, I feel like he has potential to be, like, a star shooter that they can, they, they can use. Yeah. But uh, he just has to improve, improve. All right, so yeah, that's one option. They can improve the players, can improve and um, try to sign some pieces. Um, I'll say this though, if they do that, they still don't get in. I say blow it up. Yeah, I, before even that, this year, I'm trying to get to a happy medium because I like maybe it's the coach. That's huh? possible. Because this roster is well, it, they should not be out of the playoffs. That's my thing. I don't care what roster you got. I don't, like this roster like this. Maybe better coaching. They'd be firmly in the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like. Okay. Okay. Well, I agree with you. See if they can make another run at it. If not, definitely blow it up. If not blow it up, definitely get another coach because that's that's not working. Billy Donovan is officially on the hot seat for me. That's what that means. 
I mean, yeah. he has to be. Like for me, he is. Do you think you got to change something? They are. They have these two guys, and I feel like they should be all-star caliber players. Yeah, they should be better than where they've been at past couple seasons. Decent, decent benching unit. Kobe White, Caruso. Ask Caruso. Like, come on. Drummond. Drummond. Hey, come on, maybe. There's no way it should not be out in the playoffs like this. So, but um, good run, good effort. Shout out to the Heat. Y'all get done. Yes, sir. <laughs> so let's talk about tomorrow's. Um, well, we'll begin our discussion part one of our playoff um, preview. We're going to start with the first game that's be going on. Right? Mm-hmm. Playoffs officially start tomorrow, man. Official, and we got a good one. We got the Nets and the Sixers, and uh, a little bit of drama heading to the game. A little bit. I don't know if you saw NBA Twitter recently between Kyle Kuzma. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. All story short, Kyle Kuzma was hoping the Sixers beat the Nets. Basically, end of the day. Um, I would say some people's feelings got hurt throughout <laughs> this Twitter exchange, but you know, it's funny. All right, anyway, <laughs> that's Sixers, man. We got an MVP finalist and Joel Embiid leading the Sixers squad against the Nets, who still made the playoffs. Shout out to the Nets and Jacques Vaughn, still making yep. the playoffs, like for real. Um, oh, yeah. And firmly in the playoffs. So the Nets clearly have the, the depth for me. You know, they have depth. Um, ben Simmons is out. So don't it's not get started there. Yeah, we have to save that. Can you imagine Ben Simmons <laughs> playing this series against the Sixers in the playoff environment? Mmm. I could. Uh, no, it wouldn't be no, pretty. It would honestly. not be pretty. But he's clearly he's out, so he's not even gonna be in factor in this series. Um I don't know, man. What do you think? What are your thoughts on the series, man? Um both teams are dealing with some injuries a little bit. But you know, we all expect them to play for the most part. Um uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, based on the injury report, Ben Simmons definitely just out for the season. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I um, this, I this, love. This, I gotta say, I won't be disrespectful. <laughs> I won't be disrespectful though. You go ahead. <laughs> I love that the uh, the Nets have still had this level of success. Post uh, KD, post Kyrie, and uh, I love what Mikael Bridges has been doing. Yep. Just showing, showcasing his talent that he's more than just another role player. Uh, we've been having some big games. Had a big game against Miami that I was like, "Dang, this dude's going crazy." But um, like them a lot. I like that. I like the underdog. Of course, you know I, I like the. The guys that everybody counts out sometimes, but it's honestly it's Philly's series to lose. Like 
They have agreed. They have the better roster. They have the better players. They have an MVP caliber player, All Star caliber player, and James Harden as well. Uh, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, like they, they have a squad, and they they have the home court advantage. I I fully expect them to go forward and and move on uh, past the Nets. And it's no knock to the Nets. I, I like I said, I, I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I like um, Kel Bridges, Cam Johnson, uh, Campaign, not Campaign, um, Cameron Thomas. Excuse me. And they, I think they, they'll be a good team. They can probably put something together. This, this, but the looking at the Sixers, this team is just too stacked. It's going to be an interesting matchup with Claxton versus uh, Embiid. I look forward to that battle. But I really don't think that they have the talent like that match for match to be able to really impact this series. I don't I don't I'm not saying they're gonna get swept, but I could see them this this being a fairly quick series unless so, unless Mikael Bridges just emerges as a superstar. And he I mean he's taking some steps, but I don't know if he's ready. I don't know if he's there yet to carry a team mm-hmm. like True. Keon Thomas too. I could say the same thing about him. Yeah. Keon Thomas um, Yeah, I was, that's how I was trying to think. I don't want to be disrespectful because I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we both think the Sixers are going to win this series. It's just about a matter of how many games. I think the Nets will be a tough. I don't think they'll be swept either. My prediction is like Sixers and six. I get the Nets two games because I love how their uh, how the roster is. They have so many wings that can stretch the floor and defend. And they also got Dorian Penny Smith. So, so that's what I'm saying. Um, I, I think they can put up a good fight. It won't be easy games. Like, I don't think these games just be blowouts like that. So, may have a couple blowouts here and there from the Sixers. I don't know. But I say Sixers and six. And the Sixers have won all four matchups in the regular season. Although, we can take that with a grain of salt because we never know. The factors within these games, you know, like what were the rosters looking like, you know, etc. Um, but yeah, we both got the Sixers. I say six. How many games you give them? I'm gonna say the Sixers in five, and it's um, not disrespect to uh, yeah, to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I give them one, man. I'm, I'm, I just don't. I I don't see them lasting that long in a series unless someone just goes off. Uh, and and plus the combination of some Sixers mental lapses. Yeah, I, especially Dembe is going to have to have something to prove too. Like you know, yeah, with this with this little Twitter stuff. So I feel like he'll give us something. Yep. All right. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Moving on to the next another series in the East. We have the Hawks and the Celtics again. I don't want to be disrespectful to these teams, so I'm trying to give an objective analysis. <laughs> oh. All right, um, the Hawks can make this a... They could potentially make this an interesting series. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Met his shoulders with Sadiq Bay, DeJounte Murray, of course, Trey, Trey Young. The series relies on Trey Young, honestly. For me. Yep. Will Trey Young be that superstar franchise player in this series to give yourselves a chance? Hmm. He'll just have to show us. Um, me right now, I'm thinking no. Because um, I just have that much more trust in the Celtics and what they can do. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yep. And then Marcus Smart and within that squad. Um, so at the end of the day, for me, um, no disrespect. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to get swept. I'm going to give y'all a gentleman sweep, though. So um, okay. I say Celtics and five. Celtics and five. I don't know. How, what you thinking about it? I, uh, I agree with you in some ways, but honestly, I think this will be a good test for the Celtics. How? When I look at the bigs that Atlanta has in Capella and um, what's the, I can't pronounce his name, Agumbole, maybe. I know you're talking about, yeah. I know you're talking about. Him, John Collins, Sadiq Bey, these these four slash five guys that um, that they have. You not know who's on the Celtics? Al Horford, Robert Williams. Yes. I know, no, I know. But this is the thing. Robert Williams has historically had injury issues or just health issues. I know he's probably been managing that this, you know, second half of the season so far. But I think that these young Hawks and with the addition of DeJounte Murray makes the matchup a little more interesting. I'm going to put it that way. I feel I don't think I'm not saying that the Celtics are going to lose to them. I think I think the Celtics win the series, but I'm going to I'm gonna give them a little bit of an edge because I feel like Sadiq Bay could be an impactful player. Um, the Jante Murray versus Jalen Brown I think would be an interesting uh, back and forth potentially. Defensively, it's going to be interesting for sure. And honestly, it's to me, this is just like, can they focus? Because they've had, you know, a long break with them waiting on whoever they're going to play. Can, you know, is, is Tatum going to be, Tatum didn't have the best. It was just the finals. All-star break. It was just fine. Oh, it's on post-all-star break. I see what you're saying, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, he, 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 was, he was on the MVP train for a second, man. He kind of slid off of that for a minute. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, is he is he back, like, focused, ready to go? Are these guys, you know, I, because I feel like sometimes when you get that higher seed, you got this little break, you can kind of – and I feel like the Celtics just kind of can go out of it sometimes. So I, I want to see if they stay locked in. And, but I'm like, I, I think they're going to win it. Uh, they're obviously the better all right. team. How many, all right, how many games are you giving? I'm giving, I'm going to say the, the Celtics win in six. And that's something. <laughs> but you don't get the Sixers in. Okay. All right. So, okay. Don't you agree for them to even win the game, Trey Young has to like go off? Yeah. Do you think he can go off against the likes of uh, – you be switched on to Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon. It's gonna be tough. 
Yeah. The matchup is hard. I, that's why I say I don't think. I, that's why I, 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 my respect for them is giving them a game. That's why I'm like, it's hard for me to even see that. Like, I'm giving them a game. That's why I'm mm-hmm. like in five. So it's like, with all these pieces that the Celtics have to deploy on defense, it's like, it's hard for me to see it. The matchup's too, it's too much. I, th- I think that, I mean, obviously, Trey's going to struggle with the size and strength of Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Tatum at times. But just like he did against Miami, he found other ways. He, he still was scoring. And I think that he still, even though he they haven't been good this, this season, to me, they haven't really been good. He struggled. But in the, in some ways, he's able to bring out his best performances. And I feel like even if he's not exactly scoring 30, 40 points, he can make an impact by being the facilitator and then allow other guys to get involved, which kind of elevates their team. But I'm not going to say that he's going to be like, oh, he's going to take them to <laughs> the next round or anything. I'm, I'm just saying that he can. I know. I know he's still, I know. A, just, he's still just, a capable guard. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not saying he's not capable. I'm just talking about this matchup is a bad matchup. Like, it's going to be hard. Like, again, the Celtics have the ability to switch everything they want to based on the yep. personnel they put on the floor. Yeah. Now, I ain't going to lie. Who's Jimmy Butler was not guarding Trey Young as the primary defender in that whole game to play in. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But for the Celtics, they don't have to do it either. But whoever he gets switched on, it'll be a capable defender who can defend the perimeter. Like, that's the main difference. And two, the Heat, it was like, y'all, y'all knew y'all had a defense just about where the scoring was coming from. And I didn't think about that in our previous talks about it. Right? This game, I can definitely rely on scoring from someone from at least if it's not Jason Taylor, at least Jalen Brown. Yeah. Like one of the two. Like that's it. So and your your home court advantage. I mean for the series, so it's like, okay, it's like a Yeah. I, yeah. I, oh. mean, I I don't disagree with you. I just feel that in the momentum of things, how the game is called. And just like Jimmy Butler said, even though he wasn't the primary defender on Trey Young, depending on how aggressively or, or how physical the game is and how the refs call it, Trey Young could benefit can, and could use that. Yeah, that's to, true. To the refs do those ticket tack stuff. Yeah, you're right. And then if. Jalen Brown, say the Jalen Brown and, and Tatum get into foul trouble and you know with these other guys like a DeJounte Murray who can cause havoc on defense kind of get, he uses length to get steals, kind of frustrate these guys. He's gonna he's a talker. Can they stay focused and then can they play the right way? Can they play without fouling? And if the ref is, you know, kind of giving a momentum boost in ways by, you know, the way they call the game, that's, that's, those are impacts. So I feel like Trey Young being the type of player that he is, obviously he's not physically going to be able to match up with these guys every night. So I know they're going to be, I, I think the Celtics win it. But 
I'd give them two games because I feel like Trey Young is smart enough to find a way to manipulate the way the game is going. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. I got you. But at the end of the day, we y'all have our Yeah, the It's like we're just trying to see who's I was trying to see I get involved to my side a little bit more. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> another <That's> <laughs> another matchup in the East. We have uh, the New York Knicks. New York <laughs> basketballs in the playoffs again, man. That's cool. And you also have the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. And this matchup, we'll see Donovan Mitchell going against Jalen Brunson. It's be nice. Um <laughs> Steve Nay's been saying all season, he's like, y'all better not let Donovan Mitchell eliminate y'all in the playoffs, man. <laughs> Stephen Nay's been saying that all season. And I totally get it. It's funny, man. To get beat by the dudes y'all could have got in the offseason. It's tough. I see this as a grinded out series, man. This would be a good series right here. Uh, both teams stacked. Ah, it's just, it's gonna be good. Um, I'll let you go first, though. What do you, what do you think about the series? Oh yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. I, I feel like it's gonna be probably one of the more interesting series uh, in the Eastern Conference for sure. Yep. And I personally think Cleveland will advance. And overall, I think they're defensive presence is going to be affecting and, and this is also a big factor too Julius Randle missed the last few games with a with injury and I think he's looking to return hopefully um, tomorrow, uh, on for this next game but I don't know how he's going to look I don't know if he's going to be 100% and if he's even going to actually like play uh, but I do think the Knicks have a, a still a, a very good team. I can really see them taking this game, making it a dogfight. Jalen Bronson, I think, is going to be great. He was terrific last year in the, in the playoffs, so I think he's going to be able to build on, on that. They have Josh Hart. They have um, quickly. They have a lot of good pieces, man. R.J. Barry still, so they have a, a talented squad. Um, unfortunately, I just I can't pick the I can't see them getting out of the first round. Um, Cavs are just so talented with, with obviously Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Mobley. These guys are, are stacked. Um, I'm going to say that if Julius Randle is at, not really available like that, I think the Cavs can win it in six. If Julius Randle is back and, and, and really good to go, this could be a seven-game series. But I think the Cavs are going to advance. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. Uh, right now, I, I was trying to see. Right now, it says he's out, but I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't seen any, any official news yet. Because we know he was out from that last game. From the yeah. regular season, so I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say Chief Cavaliers in seven. Seven game series. It's gonna be a really exciting series, man. But could oh, yeah. the Cavs take it. And it could be just a home court advantage. You know, if Knicks at home, maybe I would have said Knicks. It's just gonna be that type. It's gonna be that type of series for me. It's that close. 
Um, it's two good matchups on both ends. Like it's a good matchup. Like it's about even. It's a good matchup for sure. And who's gonna show up? It's all about who's gonna show up in this moment. So we've seen Julius Randle not show up in times. You know. Yeah. But I feel like it will. We've seen R.J. Barrett. You know, not show up, but. We'll see. I feel like it'll be a great series. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I have nothing else really to add there. It's good. You broke it down really, really nicely. That's good. Appreciate it, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. That's good. Um, the last series we're going to cover for part one of our playoff preview. Uh, we have the Warriors and the Kings. <laughs> the Kings are back in the playoffs, man. They Apparently, they sold out tickets, man. That place is going to be Wild, it's, it's gonna be wild, man. I, I'm excited to see it. Sacramento. Seventeen years in the making, dog. Seventeen, 17 years. Hadn't been in the playoffs <laughs> since 2006. Yeah. Right now, the favorite is about one right now to win the game <laughs> tomorrow. But um, as far as the series, I feel like most people are gonna pick the Warriors. I feel like most people are, but. You got the air pause, one of the most clutchest players all season. Clutch player of the year, right? Telling you right now. Yeah. Sabonis. You got Mike Brown. Who knows the Warrior system? That's true. Right? Mm. Yeah. You uh, know, Steve's curve. He knows what they're going to do. So that gives you an entire advantage right there. Yeah. Um, and the Warriors have not been great at on the road. That's been a narrative all season. They've been terrible on the road. So it's true. With them, without Steph Curry, um, the the difference right now, Andrew Wiggins is back, and a lot of people are putting stock into him. True, and Wiggins was a factor in the playoffs last year, especially in the finals. He showed up in a huge way, right? Absolutely. But is that enough to fix all the issues that we've been seeing and the habits that we've been seeing throughout the course of the season? I don't know. Can they really can they literally flip a switch to turn it on? I don't know. It's like I think for we can give them the benefit of the doubt. We can. But there's a reason that they're they literally fought at the last minute to get into the, the playoffs. Like for real. There's a reason for that. We all thought the Kings were benches slide back down, but they never did. They showed up. And um Yeah. I'm <laughs> Yeah, I, I even though the Warriors won the head to head matchup, I know. <laughs> they won the head to head matchup. Yeah. Um <laughs> trying to see if I actually want to say this or not. <laughs> say what you feel, man. Oh no, man! I don't know what I want to say. Be known, because it's, it's it's like it's like part of me. It's like something in me is not letting me say it. <laughs> oh, like okay, it's like would I be surprised if the Warriors lose? No. Okay. okay so I'm going to go out on them, man. I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna go for the King. I'll say Kings. Okay. And um, it's gonna be. I don't get disrespectful this way either. 
<laughs> I said Kings and six, but I'm gonna say Kings and oh, seven. Oh man, <laughs> no, I'm gonna okay. say Kings and seven. Cause they're so trash on the road. That's that's the thing, man. They have like, not had a good road record this year. That's, that's, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. I, that's why I was like, I'll be at least give them that. Like, yeah, I'll say Kings and seven. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm so against the grain for everybody to hear that. <laughs> like, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm honestly not mad at that. Um, I too am just I'm I'm excited for this series. I'm I'm really excited for the Kings because, like I said, it's been a long time since we we we've seen them in a in in the playoffs, and for them to have home court advantage in today's NBA, like when we started talking about the Kings earlier in the season, like before, like early in the season, we we're like, oh, they're gonna be the Kings. They're just gonna be a team in the NBA, but. These guys were one of the best teams to watch, like really like locked in this year. And I'm, I'm happy for him, happy for De'Aaron Fox, who's been out there for years, man. It's just just playing, trying to get there. But uh, he's, he's there, he's got a squad. I think they're gonna, they're gonna put on a show. I hope they put on a show for these fans. That's gonna be dope. Um, but I think it's gonna be a tough series to win, even with how the Warriors have struggled on the road. Um, and this is why. Even though they have Mike Brown, who knows the system, they have good players, and and Malik Monk and, and De'Aaron yeah, like Fox. The, yeah, I like the depth. Keegan Murray. Murray. Like, they have a good team. Rookie. Yeah, I like them. They have a really good team, and, and they will they can build on their success from this season as well, I think. But when I look at the Warriors – and even though they've had some issues, they've had some problems. They've had a lot of guys out at different points in the season. Um, with them having Wiggins back, that makes a difference. I'm not going to say he's going to push them over the edge. But what I will say is that this Kings team is still very young. They really haven't. I don't, I don't know if they have anyone who's really had playoff experience besides their coach. And even though Mike Brown knows the system, it's hard to really like stop Steph Curry <laughs> and Klay Thompson from getting these shots because you know they're going off to these screen off these screens, but what happens? They're still getting to these shots. <laughs> they're still getting the most open looks for yes. most of the time that they get shots. So the experience with the Warriors, I can't deny. It. They just came off a championship as well. They're 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 really still in this in that type of mindset where I think they know that they can turn it on. They probably should have done that during the regular season. But um I, I think that they have enough still to to at least advance. I'm I think the Warriors are a dangerous squad in the playoffs. Like the Warriors playoffs versus regular season, they're just a little more locked in than than a lot of teams. So I'm, I'm still going to say Warriors, but I'm going to say it's going to be at least six, probably seven games because I like the Kings squad. And I I, I do, I root for them too because I, I like, I just, I would love to see the story of how they went from <laughs> not making the playoffs for years, being the number three seed and 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 potentially knocking off the, the reigning champs. That would be a crazy story, but... I can't deny the 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 greatness of the grace of Steph and Clay Dre. They got they got 
one of the best two-way players in Jordan. I mean, not Jordan Poole, but uh, Andrew Wiggins. And Jordan Poole is also a factor. So, I think they have. Let me throw this at you, though. Wiggins just came back. Do you think he's? Do you think he had he had time to adjust to the proper conditioning to come back and play in the playoff game, which is like heightened and more intense? Do you think he has enough? Do you think he's conditioned enough for that? Because he was out for a long time. Yeah, that is a factor. It takes some time to adjust. Yeah, that's point number one. Point two, real quick. Hmm? We seen Steph Curry have fifty point games and lose. Yeah, we've seen that this season. So I'm just saying, they can score all you want, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like their defense. Yeah, it's just defense, man. So yeah, uh, I have no doubt that they're gonna have a hard time stopping Darren Fox and getting in the lane. Uh, Sabonis is also a master of, of playmaking with the ball. So defensively, they're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see how they adjust. Um, but to answer your point about Wiggins, he has been working out, even though he's been out away from the team. I know that he's been conditioning at least. I don't know how much or where he is with it. But we both know it's like a difference. You can work out, but it's different. It's like in like the, you know. In game, yeah, in game condition. So, and then the playoff atmosphere like that. I don't know. I don't know if he has enough time. Then again, they're gonna have some high intense practices, and I never know. I don't know what they're doing right now. So, we can see. That's just those two things. I'm just just putting it out there. Hey, I'm. That's that's those are good points. You, you uh, so you're like you still on your same stance then. I'm going to say Warriors in seven. I'm sticking with Warriors in seven because I I feel like it's going to be a hard-fought series no matter what. And like you said, the Warriors do have some holes that they have needed to fill. They haven't really gotten that um, second half of the season. So it's going to be interesting. But I, I think they have that championship DNA. They just have the experience over these guys. And I feel like if you go into this as a young Kings team, feeling yourself number three C, oh, we can beat these guys, whatever, they can't play defense. The playoffs are different. That that experience, that momentum can change That's quickly. True. So That's I, I just I can't deny the champs. <laughs> I can't I, deny I, I, Yeah, I hear you all that too, but at the same time, I feel like everyone's picking the Warriors. You don't think the Kings feel some type of way about that too? That gives as them they an extra chip on their shoulder, like as I they feel should. Like that's gonna motivate them even more. So, uh, I mean, it's very true. Uh, I'll say this though: part of me picking this is because I don't believe, at least I haven't seen. This is the same Warriors team as we saw last year. Jordan Poole is not the Jordan Poole last year. Like, yeah. You've seen that. Clay Thompson is not the Clay Thompson of last year. He had some good showings this past season, but like reminiscent of like old Clay. Yep. Prime Clay, but he has man. And Draymond Green, not the same Draymond Green I would argue for the past couple seasons. So, like, those are some of your core pieces. 
Yeah. And I ain't get started on Kaminga. He had a nice end to the season this, this past season. Like, he had a nice end to it. Uh, yeah. But still, is that something we can really rely on like that? I trust Steph Curry. Um, I'm not saying this. I'm not picking the Kings because of I don't believe Steph Curry doing his thing. Like, I believe Steph will do his thing. That's the one person I can't rely on. It's everybody else. I'm not sure about. Yeah. Like, I really, I really don't know. If Jordan Poole shows up and does his thing and Clay Thompson, I'm like, okay. Yeah, Kings, y'all ain't got a shot. Like, it'll probably be a sweep. Like, but, uh, but because I haven't seen that this season, that's why I'm like, the Kings have a shot and they can actually win it. So that's why I'm picking it. That was a shot. Yeah. That's always a sh- Yeah, that's true. But you know, it'd be different. It was like a Warriors team Absolutely. last year. You know, everybody would be like, yeah, they about to this one. <laughs> Absolutely. They wouldn't even be in this position. They'll be in like a higher seed. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the main reason. And if they show up, I'd be like, okay, it's that type of series. I was, I'm wrong. <laughs> so, uh, but I just don't see it. I don't think Wiggins is going to be that much of a factor early in the series. The Kings can catch them early and win one game on the road. That's it. That's that's a wrap for me. Even that, even they don't win the game on the road, they got all they got home court advantage. True. So it's like the math works for me too. So it's like we have to see. Yeah. Just gotta see. Well, cool. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in to the Switch Masters podcast. Uh, we just went over the reaction to the play-in. Uh, we'll be, be... This was part one of our playoff preview. We'll do another part. We'll release that very soon. But enjoy these games to, on tomorrow. Well, now today. At this point, on April 15th. We'll be watching these games with y'all. and We're excited to react to these playoff series, man. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Shout out to my guy, D. Brown, checking out the live with us. He said Warriors and Six. He's a Warriors fan. I already know. So. Oh, okay. No offense. Man. <laughs> I just... no we'll offense. see. <laughs> it was hard for me to even say that. I ain't going to lie. It was hard for me to say that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hard. we'll see. We'll see. We appreciate y'all, man. We'll let y'all know when we do another live too. So Absolutely. Join in on the discussion. Yeah. Hopefully, it will be earlier. These playoff games won't go this late anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the late night game, West Coast stuff, but it's yep. all good. Yep. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all. See you. Peace. <laughs>